Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. I really enjoyed that conversation with Wendy McDonald and Tish Williams. And uh, as you know, we reflected on what Ralph Waldo Emerson had to say is, um, you know, it, one of our quests in life is to be useful and to be honorable and to be compassionate and to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. And when I think about that quote, I can't help but think about my friend Leonard Papania, who's our next guest, who's the chief administrative officer for the city of Gulfport, the former uh, chief of police for the uh, for the Gulfport Police Department. And Leonard, by the way, welcome back to Coastview. How you doing, my friend? Uh, I'm doing great. It's great to be back with you. It's good to see you. But, you know, I mean, listen, in our past conversations, it seemed to me that certainly we talked a lot about your role as a leader of the police department and and all of that. That was always really important. But we also seemed to always spend an equal amount of time on your your community and, you know, in, in involvement endeavors like the homeless community and things like that. But you've always believed that giving back to the community was literally a, a, a requirement of being a member of this of this community, and you still feel that way, don't you? I do, I do, and and I tell you the uh, opportunities uh, that I now have in this role uh, uh, affords me uh, uh, greater chances to engage at, at a bigger level, and you're going to be seeing these things roll out real soon. Um, yeah. Mayor, Mayor Hughes has provided me a lot of space to do a lot of things, and, uh, uh, you know, each day I really think we're moving towards a better golf port. Yeah, I was excited. You know, I don't know if you remember this, but you and I, we talked last. It's been a while, actually, but we talked last just as you were coming into this role. You were, you had, you know, you had goals and aspirations. You had things you wanted to accomplish. You were excited about what that may, might mean for you and the city. Um, the good, the good news was you already had a great relationship with Mayor Billy Hughes. You know, you had been his police chief, and you'd worked together closely. And and even before then, you've known each other for for many many years. So you didn't have to get to know each other and how you operate, and you you know how, how you know what's uh, what's going to be the give and take. You sort of already knew that, and he knew he could trust you. He knew as the new chief administrative officer, certainly in your predecessor, he had that same amount of trust in in Dr. Kelly and what he had brought to the table. So it was kind of a kind of the right place at the right time for you wasn't it it, it, it really was, Ricky. You know, in five days, we hit the uh, six-month mark with uh, me being back uh, with the city of Gulfport. And, you know, you talk about uh, my relationship with the mayor, but more importantly, my relationship on the exterior, too, with our community. And uh, uh, people have just really been great. Uh, they've allowed me a quick re-engagement. And, um, you know, life is all about our relationships and yeah. uh, our ability to, to, to foster those relationships, help each other, and, and accomplish the goals we want to through those relationships. And, and so I'm really, man, I'm in a great position. Uh, uh, you know, there's challenges every day, and I'd be miserable if there wasn't. Uh, uh, but it, it's such a good environment to be in. It, it really, it really is. Well, I'll, I'll, I have a good feeling about the city of, of Gulfport. You know, I have a good feeling about what's happening there, about the, 
the goals and aspirations of the city about you know the economic reality of the of the place at this moment. Um, so you know what we'll get into some of the details here in a second, but I'm curious, what's the big? I, I know you've been in the framework of the city for a lot of your career, but what's the biggest surprise to you as the chief administrative officer as you come into this role? What's what surprises you the most? Uh, there really hasn't been any big surprises, but I'll tell you, last night, my wife and I were, were driving around, and she used to joke with me all the time when I was chief of police, and she would say, uh, that's not your job. You don't you don't need to be in the middle of that. That's not your job, and, and last night, uh, we were riding through Gulfport, and I made some uh, comments, and it, it had to do with some uh, economic opportunities we have, and she says, I guess I can't say that anymore. Your hands are in everything. And so so the greatest surprise is the acceptance of my wife to allow me to do uh, the things I want to now. <laughs> Woo, buddy, I can relate to that, man. I, but, you know, I, I just just a, just a moment of reflection about that, that any any success that I was able to achieve in my life, whatever it was since I met my incredible wife, Anne, was mostly due to her, you know, mm -hmm. due to her encouragement of me, support of me, her willingness to be sort of the general manager of my incredible family and that freed me up to be able to do what I needed to do. But man, we would be toast without great support from our wives, wouldn't we? No, I don't know where I'd be, but it wouldn't be today talking with you. I'd, I'd be <laughs> Oh, Lord, that's for sure. So, I, look, one other question as it relates to sort of the world that you're in today. I'm curious about this as well. Like, when you got up this morning, very, I mean, first thing this morning, what was most on your mind in terms of what you were going to be involved in today? Well, uh, there, there's so many things uh, uh, we're engaging in, and and Ricky, when I tell you, you have the opportunity to have your hands in everything. It it uh, is 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 quite literally the truth. Um, this morning when I woke up, um, you know, there's a community meeting that's uh, upcoming uh, about some things that have occurred in our community. And, you know, my mind was on that. Uh, my mind was on uh, some recaps from our holiday lights to see how we did on that. And uh, several other projects I've got going. I told I tried to describe this job, and it's like playing seven games of chess and 40 games of checkers all at one time. And um, uh, you have to really use each moment, uh, each meeting, and, and contemplate uh, uh, what you need to do in the moment because you're going to move on to another project quickly. And, and, you know, you're just hoping you make good decisions and you're surrounding yourself with the right people. Well, I think being a, being a police chief helps you then because if you don't have the ability to compartmentalize all the different things that are going on in your life, things can get pretty wild and, and go haywire easily. So you got to be organized. You have to you have to be immensely organized. And the other thing is you have to love what you do. I mean, you got to have passion for, for wanting to do what it is you do. And the reality of what you're doing now as the chief operating officer for the city with so many different pieces reporting to you is that – you're a kind of a linchpin for the mayor on, on most things that involve, you know, rubber hitting the road. And you know it. And and it's fun to have that responsibility if you accept it. If you accept the responsibility that, that comes with that and making a difference, then it can be exhilarating. And it makes you want to do your work, doesn't it? 
It does. And, and, and I'll tell you what's really neat. You get to work in both sides of your brain. And, uh, uh, you know, there's parts of my day. It's uh, the minutia. It's the processes. It's, it's the daily grind. But uh, uh, the way we've redone our team here, um, we get in the other side of the brain, too, and we get creative. Uh, I've brought together a team I call the Think Team. And we will literally walk into a room with some blank whiteboards and, and start creating. And, and, you know, Ricky, one of the things I have found in organizations, you have talent and you have hidden talent. And you really you have to create spaces for that talent to broaden their scope and, and really do things. And uh, the worst thing we can do with our people is isolate them to their job description. Uh, uh, I got people that their job is doing this every day. But you give them the space and, and the other things they will do for this city and, and move the organization forward is phenomenal. So it's, it's uh, uh, you know, especially in city government, you, you have to be deliberate in creating those spaces of creativity. Well, I love the idea of it. I can't, you know, what it made me think of actually is the work that the University of Georgia football team has done. I'm sure you saw that where they were having these uh, meetings, team, a lot of team meetings with the team. Uh, forgot what they what they actually called those sessions, but maybe you remember. But it was uh, it was incredible the amount of time that they spent in small teams getting to know each other better and finding out what people's challenges and strengths and weaknesses are, so they could really support each other and really get to know each other better. When you do that well, when you bring sort of a team together and you form it and you become sort of a high performance team, then the creativity from that really really flows, and you have a sense of that, don't you? It's funny the analogy you're using. Uh, I told them all when I came on board, I want to win the Super Bowl. And uh, uh, so the first part is focusing on the team. And, and we will start uh, the end of this week. We start uh, training. I took uh, our top tier managers, and it's something we've really never done in the city, but is uh, provide them training, both uh, uh, materials from the outside for outside thought. And then, uh, you know, after six months, we could see areas that we as a team probably need to shore up and uh, do better at. And um, it, it's interesting, uh, as, as people promote and, and uh, move up in their jobs, sometimes we haven't taken all the steps to prepare them for that next level. And um, again, if you want to win the Super Bowl, you go back to fundamentals. And uh, we're hitting that and we're hitting it very hard. I, I, I again, I can't remember the name. I think it was like skull sessions or something like that. Don't hold me to the term, but uh, it, you know, it reminded me a lot of the work that I did in the corporate environment I came from. We spent a lot of time on, on training and team building, and you know, Myers Briggs. You know, getting to know what people's strengths and weaknesses were, what their what their tendencies were, so that we can understand each other better. People, you know, we we assume we know you. But then we go through a process like that, we realize that we really don't really know you. And by really knowing you, we can we can respect you and what your contributions to the team are, and we can better become a high-performance team. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Leonard Papania, the Chief Administrative Officer for the City of Gulfport, and just get a sense of some of the major projects that he's working on these days. See you after this break. You can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. 
This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have Leonard Papania. He's the Chief Administrative Officer for the City of Gulfport, uh, former police chief for the City of Gulfport. Worked his way up through the ranks. I've known him for many, many, many years. Comes from a terrific family. Um, so, uh, hey, before we talk about, we got about about six minutes, and what I want to do is just kind of get some of the top things that are top of mind for you that you're working on these days. Let's tell people what the chief administrative officer, what that role is. We should have said that already because people see, see hear CAO, but they may not necessarily remember or know what it is. Uh, the role is the day-to-day operations, the nuts and the bolts of the city, um, uh, ensuring that uh, our departments are functioning, responding properly, uh, getting the outcomes uh, that we need both internally and externally for our citizens. And uh, so, you know, every day you're tying up loose ends, um, you're trying to forecast and uh, uh, anticipate what tomorrow will bring. Um, but you do it with a roadmap. When uh, the mayor uh, and I spoke and when I was coming in, he said he wanted to work on business development, infrastructure, and public safety. And, uh, you know, when you really contemplate that, if we can get wins in those areas, uh, uh, then we're going to leave this city better uh, than, than we found it. And there are some challenges, uh, uh, you know, blight along our main corridors. Uh, we have to get more aggressive with it. Uh, you know, there's a lot of windshield tours that go on that we don't know about. And people are making decisions whether or not Gulfport is going to be the right spot for them. And uh, the only way you can participate in some of those windshield tours is prepare for it. And uh, uh, so, you know, we're, we're going to be very proactive in that. Um, uh, my strategy when I came on board is let's start working on the team first, see where we are. Uh, make sure our culture is right to embark on uh, our endeavor to win the Super Bowl. And then uh, we start working outwardly. Um, We've got some big infrastructure projects coming. Uh, You know, the city and the city council uh, worked really well on uh, increasing uh, wages for our public safety, but we still have challenges there on employment. So um, I I think we've identified the areas uh, that if we can get wins in, uh, we will go next level. That's that's really cool. You you mentioned your team. The other day I exchanged notes with Jace Payne. Uh, who's a member of your team now, and he was talking about how thrilled he was to be there and and all of that. Um, have you made many changes? And you've you've made some changes and some additions, uh, so to speak. I, yeah. I, I have. Um, uh, you know, every now and then you just need to take an organization, look at it, and is it is it designed right for the contemporary challenges? Uh, uh, in some areas, I think we were, and in some areas, uh, I felt like we could do better. We did some restructuring with our economic development, which provided us some uh, other opportunities. One of the uh, positions I've created um, was or is a community relations supervisor. And what this person is going to do, you know, we talk about uh, uh, building a better Gulfport. Gulfport is people. It's not just land and buildings. And how do you build a better people? And and it's it's really looking at where we're weak. Um, uh, I'm often asked, uh, you know, what are you, what are y'all going to do to address homelessness? And as I've always said, it's a human condition. Um, so next uh, in the next two weeks, we will be meeting with our uh, nonprofit partners. 
and we're going to get in a very deliberate relationship, and we're going to look at how we can streamline connecting needs to resources, and uh, uh, that's how you impact those areas in our community. The fact we have people live in third world in our city, um, we have to have a plan, and and it goes and it ties in with all the big things we're looking at, business development, public safety, all these things uh, are impacted. And, you know, you have to hit on all eight cylinders if you want it to go right. I know I actually had a conversation with Joe Cloyd. He's a, a developer and uh, and entrepreneur in Ocean Springs, I, actually all across the coast, but he lives in Ocean Springs. And he is chairing an effort for Mayor Kenny Holloway to look at the homeless situation there as well. I think every community is thinking about this, and some have, have launched very significant efforts around it. But what you bring to the table in terms of experience around this challenge is really going to help you in this role, right, really for once you're never going to completely solve the problem, but you're going to be able to connect the dots better, aren't you? I, I believe so. And, and and really, I can't take credit for the talent of the nonprofits uh, that we are lucky to have in our Gulf Coast, uh, along our Gulf Coast. And um, uh, going back to what I told you earlier, it's all about relationships. And the relationships uh, that we have with these nonprofits, uh, the mission that we're going to build collectively, uh, I think is uh, going to make some impacts. And, uh, you know, we're not uh, trying to put something together uh, to beat out everybody else. If if it works for us, uh, I'd like to see it work for everybody. Uh, I think that's a great way to look at it. The solutions you find because of your unique perspective and your experience in this domain might help the other cities and counties uh, wrestle with a really important problem that needs a solution. Anyway, without any... Uh, we don't have any more time, but it's been a pleasure, Leonard, to catch up with you. And uh, congratulations on the last six months on hitting the ground running and, and being a great partner to uh, the mayor and the city council to, to take Gupport forward. Thank you so much. It's always good seeing you and talking to you. Good to see you too, my friend. Good to see you too. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.